It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 14, The Sontaran Experiment. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS would be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. The resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? All right, welcome. This is the old Doctor Who show. Uh, my name is Eric. And I'm Dan. Yeah, and we're here to review old episodes of Doctor Who. That's our job. That is our role. Dan, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you doing, Eric? I'm good. I'm in my basement now. I'm no, trying no. to uh, talk to the people on uh, on my phone, so I hope this records well. It's another uh, Doctor Who show after dark. Yeah, so you're drinking wine. I'm drinking I seltzer. got my big old, big old, what? Yeah, I'm drinking seltzer water, crisp and refreshing. There is See, literally no alcohol in that. I'm the crisp part. Or the refreshing. Yeah, but not both together. Yeah. Wow, that's... Is this an endorsement? This is our new product so, placement. What we have, um, we got a bit of Doctor Who stuff that happened. I guess we might as well talk about so season much nine. stuff. Yeah, there's been three episodes. I saw the latest one today. I did not watch it yet, so okay, leave off so that. So, what did you think of the um, new one? It's kind of unfortunate because we're doing next. Our next old Doctor Who show is Genesis of the Daleks. Mm-hmm. And so I was very giddy at the opening of the uh, season nine with uh, the, the reveal of Davros and all that. Yeah, I don't know if I want to talk too much about it because I, I think it'll tie in a little bit to uh, our conversation. We'll, just give but me your uh, my overall opinion. Yeah, give me is, an overall opinion. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. I've I've said really? it really. Yeah, I've said a couple times before that I'm not a huge fan of uh, Capaldi's choices that he makes as the Doctor, but I am absolutely loving what's happening. I. Missy is fantastic. Just such a good character. Um, she plays the master in such an interesting way. Um, I, I love everything she's doing. Really, just gr- great episodes. Um, I mean, I have I have a couple I have a couple issues with like. There's definitely some weird the guitar, stuff. The guitar thing and it's and you know what. I was even I was even fine with that. I was fine with yeah, it. Yeah, that was, it was a little corny. Yeah, was a little corny. Totally fine though. It was a little corny. Yeah. The um, I actually thought watching it, and uh, this is a testament to how dumb I am. Mm-hmm. I thought they were actually at medieval times for about <laughs> ten minutes, like literally at medieval times. Like that's where he was because they. I still they're they're running some kind of uh, uh, Twitter algorithm to figure out what point in time he's at or whatever the the. And I was like, oh, he's at, he's, he went to medieval times. Well, Doctor's about to die. Like. He's going to die. It's his final wish. He wants to He wants to bet on the Black Knight. So he's right, going to right. Yeah. So it was good. I mean, I um, yeah, yeah, you I guess sa- we'll save it for the thing because... Okay, but give me, give me the gist. You don't, also, you don't sound like you're all that into it. No, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, um, it's just weird when you start messing with the timelines and then going back and uh, and changing things that happened and him the fact that he met... Davros as a boy now and like how that affects because the Genesis of Daleks is one of my favorite story and it's it the whole thing is the Time Lords putting the Doctor there to try to either stop the creation of the Daleks right or to learn something 
but they could have just went. I mean, it, once he's there now, what time? Like, is it now a different timeline that we've we've branched from? They don't really, at least in the current series, they don't really do much with branching timelines. It's pretty much always the same time stream. So, yeah, it does gets paradoxy. Because there's also a a big Finnish story called Davros, which I listened to years ago. I'd like to re-listen to that again. That's all about him. Um, And I don't remember quite all the details in that and whether or not that all feeds into or is negated at all by the, uh, the new story. It was cool, though. I mean, that's Davros is such a great character. Really is, yeah. That you can't okay. go wrong with that. We'll, and Missy's we'll great. We'll get into it. We'll it's into all it. good. I hate to be uh, a pain in the ass and sound Do like you? a negative person. It's going to have problems with everything because I'm really, uh, you know, the look on the light side of life, Dan. <laughs> I hear you. I don't you. mean to uh, uh, be bucket dumping. No. You know what I'm talking about? Well, speaking of bright sides, how was your uh, your Comic-Con, Comic-Con. Ad- adventure? Well, Baltimore Comic-Con. I guess was you were wonderful. Doing, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I had a really good time in Baltimore. It was great. I would recommend that. To anyone that wants to do a uh, very comic-focused Comic-Con. Yeah. So I had a good time there. Um, I also... You, got, you were well, well received? Did you, uh, did you You got to met, get to meet a lot of people while you were there? Yeah, I did. Get, I, get, uh, your books, uh, get your book out there? Yes, books. I got to meet Richard Case, too, which was exciting for me. Because um, you used to read comic books, right, Dan? I did, but this was... Do you remember uh, Doom Patrol? Yeah. Was Grant Morrison and Richard yeah, Case. Yeah, Richard yeah. Case was the artist. So I like walked by his table and I saw him, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's him!" Because I I didn't know what he what he looked like, and I saw his name. He had some Doom Patrol prints, so I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna that's say awesome. hi." I went over to say hi, and I was just gonna be cool about it, just be like, "Hey, whatever." And just all of a sudden, I was just like a babbling idiot. I was just like, <laughs> "This is the reason why I wanted to write comic books," and this thing was so. And I'm like, and he was uh, quite the gentleman. He totally walked me through all this uh, ridiculousness. <laughs> the fact that I had a name tag that said guest, I think, made it so I wasn't just some weird battle. Some creepy guy. Then he like looked over and saw that, you know, and he was super nice. And um, I gave him a copy of one of my books and like he came over a couple times and he was a super, super nice guy and a great artist. And that's um, so that that's was fantastic. like that was a great point. Um, what else happened? A lot of weird stuff happened. I broke my iPhone. That's not weird as much no, that's just as horrible. it is sad. Yeah, for everyone. Oh, this is totally unrelated, but I would highly recommend to you, if mm-hmm. you're a fan of uh, Steve Coogan, I've talked about Steve Coogan <laughs> before, but Alan Partridge, you know Alan Partridge? Of course, yeah. It all ties into the BBC. There's an yeah. app called Radio Alan that basically it's just your uh, your iPod. So whatever music you, you have, it turns into his show. So in like every two or three songs, he'll come in and like do like a radio bit. So it's as if you're li- listening to North Norfolk Digital, and it's Alan Partridge like doing it. And he has guests and stuff in, and then they'll play like a couple songs from your iPod, and then they'll come back in. So driving there because I had to oh, get man. up to to make Baltimore, I had to be there at seven a.m. And I'm in New Jersey, and now for uh, you map fans uh, who are now <laughs> plotting a way to my house to murder me, you can pretty much figure it out. But I had to leave at. 4 a.m. Yeah, 4 a.m. I had to leave. So it was just completely uh, exhausted and in the dark and just crazy and driving. But uh, the Alan Partridge app, like, got me here. I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at the screenshots for the app, and it looks fantastic. It's great. It's like 99 cents, and you can pay another buck and get, like, other more audio. Um, so if you're a fan of that show, uh, it's, like, an easy two bucks you can spend. That's that's amazing. Amazing. But, so anyway, so that started my Baltimore trip. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Baltimore because it's all flooding back to me. 
I was so exhausted that at one point, and if you're listening, fella out there that bought books from me, I apologize. Guy came up, <laughs> and like I'm just running through the thing, and he's like, he wants to buy a bunch of books. Like he bought a lot of stuff. It was great. I just automatically like, oh, do you want me to sign this for you? Oh, would you like me to sign this for you? Right. Everybody pretty much says yes. Like you never get a no. He said no, right? Which th- threw me off. And normally, like if somebody says no, fine, that's cool. But I was so tired that I couldn't understand if he was joking. And for me, like it's hard for me to hear things. Like for people that have met me, like I probably don't know what you just said. If I'm saying yes and nodding and laughing or, or say yeah, I have no idea what you're saying. I'm just trying to survive. It's just a survival instinct to get get out of the conversation and get away into the privacy of my own isolation. So he's he says, and then and then I was like, "Oh, uh, are you serious?" And then he said something inaudible, as far as I'm concerned. He was like, "I don't know." And I was like, okay. And I signed him anyway. I was like, I'm going to have to make a decision. <laughs> Either he's joking or he's not joking. I'm like, I'm signing these books anyway. I signed these books anyway. I don't think he wanted me to sign <laughs> <books>. <laughs> Once I had some sleep and I was able to sort of piece together the, this uh, mystery, I was like, yeah, he just didn't want me to sign his books. Do you want me to sign this? No. Too bad. The next day, someone, someone else said, don't sign my books. And I didn't sign them. So I learned. Lesson learned. Uh, what about you, Dan? Did you have a good... Uh, time off uh yeah yeah things are good uh headed back up to vermont took the new dog up there and uh new yep, dog new dog uh who's probably you can probably hear him crying at the door right now because he wants to get on the show he probably wants to watch uh, no, he, he the episode wants, of the santaran experiment he just wants to guest on here to even watch the episode yet um yeah no things things are good there's not a whole lot to report i don't write comic books and i don't meet the general public so no but you're constantly skiing and taking photos yeah, skiing, cool. skiing's coming up cool, so that'll be soon. Anyway, yeah. All right, so good, should man. we do it? We're going to do this on Terran Experiment. You ready? Let's ju- yeah, let's jump in. Hit the button. All right. Strap in your uh, seats. Mm. Strap in your seats. Yeah, that's right. I'm not sure what that is, no, but it's sexy. It right. All right. Thanks. Santaran. Can't be. You were destroyed in the 13th century. You were blown to smithereens. You may have seen one of us. But you're identical. Same ugly... Identical, yes. The same, no. I am Steyr. Field Major Steyr, as you will address me. Of the Santaran G3 Military Assessment Survey. And your opinion of my looks is of no interest to my program. Female, number one... First assessment would appear to have no military justification. Offensive value, therefore nil. You won't get me. You won't torture me again. Why did you make that disagreeable noise? All right, so episode 12. We are talking about the Santaran experiment. Uh, experiment. It's hard so, to say, isn't it? It is. It doesn't roll off the tongue <laughs> very easily, especially when I've time. had a huge glass of wine. So, uh, quick overview of this uh, episode is a two-parter. So, immediately following the events of the Ark in Space, the Doctor, Sarah Jane, and Harry use a transmat uh, to land on what appears to be an uninhabited Earth in the far future. Uh, while trying to fix the transmat's focus, the Doctor's companions are captured by a crew of marooned astronauts. But they soon discover that the real threat is a Santaran field marshal who's experimenting on the crew in preparation for a full-scale invasion of the galaxy. So it's up to the Doctor 
and his companions to thwart his plans and save the Earth. So this was uh, season 12 in 1975. Uh, this was written by Bob Baker and Dave Martin, directed by Rodney Bennett, and uh, produced by ye oldie Philip Hinchcliffe. I don't recognize that name, but... Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, hey, so what were your what were your overall thoughts of this really quick episode? Yeah, it's a super fast episode. Um, this is one that I had seen before, uh, so I like it. I mean, it's an interesting take. Uh, it's, it reminds me, you know, of like uh, Planet of the Apes or something. The first original Planet of the Apes movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you have them sort of on this desolate Earth, and they're start, starting to figure it out and uh, what's going on. I gotta say, I like that it was a two parter because, as I've said in some of the previous reviews sometimes they get a little bit flabby in the middle and it just feels like it's just filling yeah, this time. is all business this is straight to the point it's two quick 25 minute uh episodes which feels you know like a, a modern who which ends up being around 50 minutes anyway um i thought it was i thought it was great um yeah i wish there were more of these two-parters too yeah this um, is the only two-parter we've reviewed so far. Everything I think else has so. been and at I least four. And I don't think four. there are many. It seems like four is sort of the standard, and then you get your sixes and you know occasionally a seven. Yeah, um, I'm sure there are, but we haven't done a two-parter. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I agree. I think this is this is a pretty cool episode. I mean, it's all set in one kind of location, some yeah. some quarry in Wales. I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Um, so it's, it's this kind of self-contained little thing going on. Um, yeah, and the premise is very cool. So, you know, the Santaran is is experimenting on the humans to try to determine weaknesses. And he's, you know, he's it's really messed up. I mean, he's depriving one of water to figure out that we're dependent on water. Well, he, first of all, he lured them. One. Yeah, he lured them there with a distress call. So, right. you know, taking advantage of them to begin with and immediately vaporized their ship whenever they landed. So, yeah. And yeah. we also hear about the Lutons, too. Now... The first time we saw the Centaurum, which was the um, Pertwee episode, mm-hmm. uh, Time Warrior, yep, they didn't mention the Lutons, right? So this is the race that the uh, Centaurans are at constant war with. Okay, no, maybe not. Maybe I'm I'm remembering it from the the new series. New series, yeah. I don't yeah, know if this is the, the first time we've heard of them. Okay. Before, because this may be the second. This is the second ever Santaran episode. I think it is uh, right? because Sarah Jane has that reaction yes. when she sees the Santaran, and she thinks like him as his, uh... she thinks that they is the one they killed in the right. uh, what was his Middle name? Ages. Uh, not Lex Vex. Sure. Sure. Whatever it what was. was his name. I don't know. Well, uh, it doesn't matter. It's not like we we didn't review that one. <laughs> that was so long ago. I immediately watched it and forgot. There's it. great. Speaking of like Sarah Jane, there's gr- like. Again, like Harry is just. Why does he keep calling her an old thing? Like, I, I guess it's he that can't, he can't give it up. That upper class British toff thing he's got going on. I mean, the entire episode he's running around in a three piece suit and cravat. Like he's yes, got he's yeah. got a double breasted suit. Right. I guess it's not three piece. It's a double breasted suit and a cravat. The entire time he's falling down pits. He's getting trapped in quarries. He's he, but he's he's looking dapper the whole time. Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of him. He, he's uh... He's an amusing character. They, they have a good banter going on. I, I like I like the com- the chemistry between the three companions is really pretty nice. Right, and we we have a nice uh, imperial probe droid type thing floating around on the planet. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I mean, I for for some of the mechanicals they've done for the the enemies in the past, this this is one of the better ones. But it's still 
It's not great. Yeah, it's all good. It's, I also have a note great. here that someone says, how long before the dope wears off? And I just thought it was <laughs> interesting that they referred to it as dope. I think those are one of the uh, the astronauts that I think they, uh, they drug the doctor or something. They drug somebody, and they're wondering how long before the dope wears off before he comes to. Sure. You remember that part? No, I don't actually. It's possible I, I totally blacked out, and that's I think you were on more. You were on um, dope. Yeah, but yeah. that's a, that's a line that happens, people. Put Great. your closed captioning on, rewatch the whole thing, tweet at Dan or I, and prove that I'm right. <laughs> I want a screen capture, though. <laughs> uh, so so we have these these uh, crew members. I think it was pretty cool. They have the they're the three main um, uh, human astronauts that uh, first of all capture i guess who do they capture for they capture the doctor first yeah um harry you know falls down a pit how many times do they fall down the same pit but at well least, the doctor on purpose like that, the doctor did that one on purpose right did he kind of because he was like I, oh that's no, gotta go he, through yeah but he knocks himself out yeah it's a i don't strange. think that was, that was on purpose <laughs> i think he i think he thought that he was going down but they covered the edge of the ravine so that's how harry fell right. down and i think he did the same thing he was going towards the edge and kind of slipped through it and fell down the exact same way. Um, yeah. So anyway, so uh, they have the, the three of them. And then there's the the one that kind of had been captured by the Centauran before and got away, but he kind of went a little crazy. Yes. Um, he rescues Sarah Jane. Um, so they have a little thing going on there where he uh, he explains to her what's going on. Uh, but right away, you have the the whole intrigue of one of the three crew members has been a, a spy for right, the Suntaran. Yeah. You get that flip where he's been selling out his own kind, and then the Suntaran turns on him and is like, you're worthless. You you know, why would I like you? You, you were going to turn your own people in. Yeah, and, he's, and the Suntaran marvels at the fact that even though he's been exposed as a traitor, the other two won't crush him with a, a gravity beam. Yeah, it's, some of the Suntarans that is just great. Like where yeah. he just like is making them hold a uh, like a ladder between the two of them. He's like, "Now I will move this knob and make it five hundred pounds." Right. It's like he's got all these great gadgets, and then he also uh, this episode too. We get Tom Baker gets a chance to you know because he's usually doing the using his intellect more to get out of things or using sort of a comical way around things, and in this one you actually get. Almost like a, a Pertwee-esque, I will take you on in single combat uh, move that we usually see with the, uh, with the um, third doctor. It felt very Shatner to me. Like yeah, the, no, it, it yeah. was very much yeah Shatner fighting the lizard guy. Right before the uh, Centauran is deflated, which I, I, that was one, a great ending to any character, is the deflation of the uh, Centauran. Sure. Now, do you think that that was I, happening anyway? Guys, just film it, film it, film it, film it. going to be deflated because we got about 15 minutes on Bob, and uh, we got to get him back to his trailer. Uh, yeah, I don't. I still don't know entirely how... Harry pulled that off at the end, and I don't think the doctor entirely knew either. It was yeah. just like, eh, we flipped a switch and the guy's dead now. So that's, yeah, it that was, worked it, out. It was great. Uh, there, the other part, too, that I loved was um, Sarah Jane when she when they stick like that head trip thing on. And it's just yeah. like the 60s psych out freak out of where they're that, she's like lava coming up to her feet and like that was, hitting her with the fear. That was amazing. That I actually really loved that. That was – I mean – they didn't really have any other effects of anything else. You just saw like shots no. of rocks and she, her reaction shots, which were great. Cause but it worked. I, I love and, her. And, and but, the, but that um, thing, that it, goo coming up her legs was really cool. Right. Or the Sontaran that was clearly 
uh, the same voice actor talking to himself, right? Is that that we all agree on that? No, it is. I didn't actually, look it up. No, to... it is. It is. It is. I, I, it's in the credits. He's he's credited with both roles. But yeah. they so Could... they start off. This is, I guess, where they tell you that all Sontarans are clones. Mm-hmm. So you know. But that particular scene, there's like a it's a dialogue between yes. uh, our main Sontaran yeah. and his. Uh, Operator, and it sounds exactly like if you were a kid and you did radio shows or whatever of yourself, and you're playing all the characters. Like he's got that. There's that hint in his voice of regret, and uh, uh, what have I, what have I done, and what am I doing, and which character am I now? Like when it just goes back and forth, and you're like, oh, Godspeed, my friend. I just got to get through this. Just got to yeah. get through this. It was great. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, it's such a short. There's, there's. Not a lot that we can really no. cover that we haven't Although, because it works so well. And again, I love the uh, just the the idea is so evil too, with just the the torturing and and trying to get information from from them and how mm-hmm. evil the Suntarans really are. Yeah. Okay. So explain to me how at the very end, I I didn't quite understand how the Doctor convinces the the. Santarin that that right. this guy's been communicating with, how he tells him like you better not come because out. I think the the uh, takeaway from that is they're so practical that they would go to this length to make sure the you know they had every weakness planned that he was like a wild card like clearly we've killed your Santarin and this is only you know coming here is a huge mistake and this is how powerful we are and he sort of uh, bluffed his way through yeah I guess. It felt he, like they were just like, oh, let's just wrap this up. I don't, I don't know. It, there really wasn't. <laughs> well, uh, don't so. pull that thread, Dan. <laughs> I kind of, I tug on that at every episode. But uh, yeah, there, there wasn't there another bit to uh, with the end um, that the doctor had done. To can you be more vague? I don't. Uh, no, I'm trying to think of like when <laughs> the way that he destroyed his ship. I mean, he he forces him to well, recharge, right? And they right, sabotages right, right. the well, thing. That's the thing. I don't. That's what I was saying. I didn't quite understand what Harry did, and I don't think the doctor quite understands. He's like, "Yeah, you pulled out this thing, and instead of him feeding on the pure energy, it oh, the no, pure it, the ship fed on him." Yeah, no, it, it was an invasion plans. That that's that's the bit I was missing. So the doctor lets him know that we've uh, intercepted the invasion plan. So therefore, humans and, and whatever the human army that he's trying to to let the Centaurans think that they have now know exactly what their plans were will therefore be able to to meet them at every point and you know their strategy yeah, yeah. is uh for naught. Right. So we what we basically learned is the Santarans are gullible. They're gull- they're, they're just, just practical. Just very practical. Well, they have that thing in the back of their head, so that's that's the first thing they really got to work had, on. Although we didn't use they, that this episode. No, no. It didn't it even was, come up. No, it was giant and right there on the back of us. It might yeah. as well have a big neon flashing like, well, light there's on like it. A, they, there's like a hundred of us. There's only one of him. He's got a knob on the back of his head, which we could instantly knock him out. If, Let's if you just sneak into it. a spaceship and take a thing apart from the guy that can't stop falling down holes <laughs> and calling Sarah Jane the old thing. Oh. oh, boy. But they deflated him and they won. And, and we also hear, heard two more about the mythology of the Ark uh, that we saw at the start of this season. Oh, they, yeah, they like They mentioned that. that as sort of like an Atlantis-type uh, myth that it's become. And again, we were eventually going to get back there. So uh, we didn't talk about it in the beginning of this. Uh, because the machine is broken, they were phasing in and out, right? That was the, 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 the point at the beginning right. showing yep. that the, the transmat beam is still faulty. Right. Uh, but they do fix it. 
at the end of this or during this. It is fixed, I think, at the at the end of this episode. So hopefully the next one we will go back to the arc. Although we know we're not. We, me and you both watched the opening. I know exactly what's <laughs> happening next. So that, that ain't it. Uh, which I hope you guys do. So if uh, and uh, you you girls and gals, men and women and children, there are children out there. Yep. Uh, Genesis of the Daleks. This is a longer one. I mean, we're going from two to six. It's six, oh, right? It's not man, seven. But I gotta six. tell you already, it's this worth is, it though. It's, it's so good. Yeah, it's such a such a great uh, episode. And there's so many. We'll get to it. But there's so many things that are so cool about. Yeah, it that I mean, I if you guys uh, listening are watching current who have been watching it since the the reboot in 2005 you're you're gonna love this because it's just yeah and especially you if you watch so season much. nine as we mentioned in the beginning of this podcast yeah. the you timing know, is you're great. gonna see scarrow so definitely do that watch that um yep. between now and um i don't remember i don't have the calendar in front of me three, three weeks, weeks from, from whenever this airs yeah uh, so we're gonna put that on yeah before november make sure you watch that yeah do you have anything you want to add about the Taran experiment no, I think is I think we we pretty much covered. I mean, it's like I said, it's a short, tight episode. Uh, a lot of good stuff happening. So it was, uh, yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. All right, so um, that's it for me. If you like this uh, podcast, please subscribe to this podcast or give us a review, um, or tell your friends. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what? that's it. I don't anything. I'm you know. You're going to give you my Twitter. I'm not going to give you my Twitter address. I'm going to give you his Twitter address. <laughs> it's Addy Grissom. Tweet at him. And let he's him, let Dan, him know you love him. It's DanNJ at Dot fun. Yeah. All right. So DanNJ. No, DanNJ. DanNJ. What if you, know you what? Guys, guys. Like, do you ever uh, figure, like, you've geographically locked yourself in by that Twitter address? Yeah, yeah, You know Dude, what? Dude? I love New Jersey. Where are you this from? Is where my heart I'll, that'll be my Twitter handle. This is where my heart lives. Unless you move, and then you'll be like, cool. Like, oh, that's New Jersey, Dan. Yep. Welcome to Oklahoma, wherever you're going to end up. It's probably going to be Oklahoma. That would be the next <laughs> logical choice. Oh, wait. I, I would like to add something before, since it sounds like we're wrapping this thing up. It's I forgot chilly. the weirdest thing that happened to me in Baltimore. Oh, please do. So, uh, I'm sitting at the table... And a uh, guy comes up to me with, like, this big book. He opens the book, and it's full of trading cards, right? Except the trading cards are people. What? And he opens and takes a trading card out, and he made a trading card of me. And it was, like, my face (laughs) that he got off, like, Google. (laughs) Yeah. He got it off, like, Google Images. It's, like, some picture of me from two years ago. Is it a picture of you sleeping? Tell me it's a picture of you sleeping. (laughs) It was a picture of me sleeping in my bed. And he was lying next to me. <laughs> I kept finding a lock of hair on my pillow. No, but it was crazy. It like looked like a, a trading card that said like Baltimore Comic Con, and they made me sign it. What were your stats? And I didn't get murdered. Like that was like it was like oh that's kind of cool, but it was also cool that I didn't get killed by him yet. Yeah, it was like it was definitely like one of those things. Like when he opened it and I saw all the pictures, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be in a courtroom." Like this thing, like this book, this I actual should, book. I should be recording have an all of this. Number next to it uh, when they find all of our bodies. <laughs> it was like the worst episode of Law and Order, like Law and Order Comic Con, and they're just like, <laughs> everyone that was killed is in this book. So, yeah, that happened. I wish I had brought that up. And I could edit it and put it in the beginning, but I'm not going to. No, I think you should leave all that in, including this conversation now, where you're going to not edit it. Yeah, I'm not editing this episode at all because I'm pretty tired. Cool. All right. Well, that's um, that's a wrap for us. I hope you enjoyed um, the show. Yeah. 
Do we have any? Are we missing anything else we're no, supposed I to just, plug? Just, just the. the Could website. you subscribe to the thing or review it or something? We have one review. It's very nice that somebody reviewed it. Yeah, but um, subscribe but through iTunes and one. review in iTunes and all that yeah. stuff. And, and go and, to uh, the old Doctor Who Show dot com is where you can see our schedule of upcoming episodes. Like we said, uh, yeah, and uh, the next episode to Dan. Tell yep. us where we can find it. I think it's Hulu only, right? Oh, you know what? I don't have that in front of me. I believe that's right. Yeah. Can, I know you for sure you can watch it on Hulu because that's where I was watching it. Uh, I just I had Hulu. Like I had a uh, like a month of trial that just expired. I'm thinking about doing it. It's eight bucks. You Dude, get I, every episode of Doctor yeah. Who. Well, all of yes, all the ones that are possibly available. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It is it is only on the Hulu or of course you can buy it on iTunes. But um, after after like the um Troughton it's pretty much every episode, right? Anything that I was looking up, like I was finding, like is everything there... is on Hulu. Everything yeah. that we're going to review from now on is on Hulu. It's, oh, it has been, it always will yeah. be. Because yeah. I was, I, I, I don't own Genesis of the Daleks, so I was going to buy it. And the way that iTunes works kind of stinks. You can't buy individual storylines, so they package everything. So I have to buy, uh, you know, some Tom Baker collection of. Of stories they already have, and it's like I don't oh, want those. I yeah. just want the individual ones. You can do it per episode, but it ends up being you know two or three bucks per per episode instead of getting it for like ten bucks. Instead, right. it used to it'd be right, twelve right. bucks because it's two dollars for a six part thing. Yeah. So well, anyway, that's my problem. You people I, don't need to worry about my problem. It would actually be cheaper to get uh, Hulu for or uh, you know the BBC <laughs> wants to get in on this. Uh, <laughs> Tom Baker wants sweet, to send us. Yeah. If Tom Baker, if you're uh, there. We know uh, you're listening. We know you're in my my closet. All right, you know I'm what? Stuffed and uh, yeah. We are going over time <laughs> on this very short episode. We're done. Hey everybody, thank you so All much. Right, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. We love you. Bye. So much. So much. How long before the dope wears off? He's coming around now. Cutting loose that act, but leave his hands tied. Space nuts fighting all the evil. The creepy people in the war in outer space. Space ducks loving every reason.